0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 307 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we conclude our study for this week's Come Follow Me material study. We're looking at Doctrine and Covenants, Section 124, covered in the October 25th to October 31st um, chapter of the Come Follow Me manual. And today we're going to conclude with the final section, mainly covered in Doctrine and Covenants 124 verses 84 to 118, looking at the specific counsel given to to specific individuals in this section. Now, we're not going to be able to get through every individual. There are a lot of people in here, but there is an interesting moment where Hyron Smith is spoken to. And it says, and again, verily, I say unto you, let my servant William be appointed, ordained and and anointed as counsellor unto my servant Joseph in the room of my servant Hiram, that my servant Hiram may take the office of priesthood and patriarch, which was appointed unto him by his father, by blessing and also by right, that from henceforth he shall hold the keys of the patriarchal blessings upon the heads of all my people. Now, it seems here that um, Hiram had for a time... Taken a role as a councillor or a support to Joseph, uh, presumably um, with the loss of another councillor that had left. Um, he had Sydney Sydney Rigdon, of course, and Sydney is spoken about later. Um, but William, this individual, that William Law is called to the first presidency, um, and there is well, this whole story is linked with William Law and. What happened to him later, as he did leave the church, or rather was excommunicated later and became antagonistic uh, towards the latter end of Joseph's life. Um, But in terms of focusing on Hiram uh, and his role as patriarch, of course, the first patriarch of the church was Joseph Smith Senior, who had passed away. And so Hiram uh, took his place and had the key or had the authority to give patriarchal blessing or, as it says in verse 92, hold the keys of the patriarchal blessings. And in verse 93, it says that whoever he blesses shall be blessed and whoever he curses shall be cursed, that whatsoever he shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever he shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. This, of course, refers to the power and authority given through priesthood keys. Present Russell M. Nelson said, quote, you know something about keys in your pocket. There may there might be a key to your home or car. Priesthood keys, on the other hand, are intangible and invisible. They switch on the authority of the priesthood. Some keys even convey power to bind in heaven as well as on earth. Close quote. Um, priesthood keys are an important part of the restored gospel of restored church. I should say, restored church of Jesus Christ. Uh, And they give the authority um, or the rather, as President Nelson so well explained, they switch on on the authority to be able to do the things that we do in this in his church. Um, The keys themselves are not the I want to try and make this clear. You can have authority in the priesthood without holding keys, but the keys need to be activated and used to switch on the authority in the area that they are used for. Um, and that's why these priesthood keys are so important and really uh, my my study and my my thought thinking process about trying to learn what priesthood keys are exactly began when I was called as an elder quorum president because i knew that you know priesthood keys are held by a number of individuals in the warden stake one of those being the elder quorum presidents but i quickly learned that the priesthood keys do not mean that you you know control or do everything rather you just are the uh, the person that that gives that uh, switching on power that uh, President Nelson speaks about and the great work and authority that is done is done by everyone who is involved in that group or organization or quorum or whatever it is priesthood keys are are in in, in effect in all quorums and and organizations of the church uh, and they are and they are the way in which we receive great power and authority to do the th- the work of the Lord. Um, in his restored church. So it's a great blessing to have them. Um, Moving on, um, it talks a little bit more about Hiram and then on to William Law um, and the great blessings that are promised to him if he stays faithful. And then in verse 103, we read about Sidney Rigdon and it says, And again, verily I say unto you, if my my servant Sidney will serve me and be counsellor unto my servant Joseph, let him arise and come up and stand in the office of his calling, and humble himself before me, and if he will ex- offer unto me an, an acceptable offering and acknowledgments, and remain with my people, behold, I, the Lord your God, will heal him that he shall be healed, and he shall lift up his voice again on the mountains and be a spokesper- spokesman before my face. So again, these blessings are given and are promised to these individuals, similar to a patriarchal blessing, if they follow the, what the Lord asked them to do. Um, in Sydney's case, it was to humble himself. Um, and to offer an acceptable offering and acknowledge the Lord. Um, And it's interesting how perhaps we can get an insight into these individuals and what they needed to develop um, with with what the Lord gives them, or or instructions the Lord gives them. There is further instructions and guidance um, to, to other individuals, and I think that this will really do for us today. I think that there are so many things we can learn from this. But a lot of these things are about being humble. Um, one of the things that I noticed, and perhaps I noticed it because I need to improve in humility. I mean, that's generally the way it works. Um, for example, um, we just read about Sidney Rigdon being told to be humble. Amos Davies also in verse 114, let him therefore abase himself that he may be exalted. Um, and so, you know, being humble. Um, Robert D. Foster, he is told to repent of all folly and clothe himself in charity and cease to do evil and lay aside his hard speeches. Um, there are so many um, other directions and commandments given uh, to to these individuals, and so have a look through and see anything that stands out to you. And um, and the Lord and the Spirit in, partic- in particular, from the Lord, will direct you in what you need to be guided in, as uh, as we have been promised by reading the scriptures. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this study. Please do join us tomorrow as we uh, take a break from our Come Follow Me studies and share some of your comments on Facebook and also um, something else that has been studied this week either from yourselves or from myself, and then we'll go into our next section on Tuesday for the next week of Come Follow Me. So thank you so much for joining us. Join us on Facebook, that's Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, and you can email Session at gmail.com if you have any further comments, insight, or feedback. Thank you so much for your time, and until we meet again.